Hey y'all, welcome to Outlast Podcast. I am Frank and I'm with my mom Shirley. Hi there. And today we're looking at season 39, episode 8 of Survivors, Island of the Idols. Uh, this is going to be a pretty heavy episode. It's a double episode. And we had another deep episode where we have a lot of conversations that, um, moral conversations. Right, society right. Conversations. So we'll get to those and we'll process those. As you guys probably know, if you follow anybody related to Survivors, it's been a pretty pretty crazy day today. A lot of details yeah. coming out. So uh, let's go ahead and get into it. The episode title is uh, We Made It to the Merge. And yeah. that's the exciting part. We're at merge level now. Right. Love it. Last week we had Jack voted out, which it's one of the things where like if he wasn't voted out last week, he'd be voted out this week. Yeah. Kids, he's just too good at challenges. Yeah, that's true. But only voted out because Kelly gave Dean her idol. Yeah. Kelly's so that was kind of messed up because, you know, I thought she was kind of tight with Jack and, and Jamal, but maybe not. Yeah. It, 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 <laughs> when Dean comes back, he's like, oh, no hard feelings and stuff like that. And it's like, yeah, no no kidding. No hard feelings for you. You you survived. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you should be thankful for Kelly. Yeah. And then uh, Nora, I thought was interesting. Nora actually admits to being the other vote and right. then throws Kelly under the bus after some prodding. Which, this goes back to last week. Everybody was talking about how great of a move Kelly made. And I was telling you, like, I don't know. I think that was kind of a bad move. She should have just made sure it was the one and chanced it. Right, right. And here we have a moment where if she had just made it the one, it would have been real obvious. Yeah. But because she made sure there was a second vote, Nora was put under the under the rock. And Nora was being honest and saying, oh, yeah, yeah. Kelly's the one that put me to yep. it. Yep, she let them know. Makes Kelly look bad. Yeah, for sure. And that, that's when Jamal gets a message. And it says, gather your belongings. Time for the merge. And then we have the feast. Yeah. That was I, quite a feast. I liked One thing I liked is Krishna was like, I've been looking forward to the feast because I haven't won any rewards. Yeah. And she's just straight up hungry. And so that was pretty cool. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, feast was going well. And uh, we see Dan, he wants to work with Janet and Kelly again. And then we right. have everybody's kind of mixing and mingling, getting their old tribes together. Yeah. Jamal and Tommy start to discuss the new tribal lines because you have, you know, your base tribe, then you move into your tribe 2.0, I would call it. Right. They were calling it the other way, but, <laughs> and now I would consider you 3.0, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> Elizabeth says the plan is to, uh, to pull in Janet and Kelly into their alliance, make right. them tight, which is a good too. They're, those two are solid. And then, uh, Tommy explains the plan over to, uh, Kelly and Janet and Kelly says that that's a bad deal for them. They're the top dogs where they're at. Right. So why shake the boat? You know? Right. Exactly. So while, while these tribes are separated, they have made new alliances. They've raised up the ladder and stuff like that. So we yeah. just smash them together again. Right. You know, people aren't necessarily going to want to go back into their boxes. We come back from commercial and we see that uh, Missy and Kelly, they start to discuss the uh, how Dan has been inappropriate. Right. 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 Exactly. Uh, they feel like uh, they can't do anything because if they do, they'll become a target. And this is, this is Kelly's talking about this. Yeah. What she's saying is, oh, well, then I'm being the rowdy one or I'm trying to create problems. Right. So she doesn't want to say anything. Yeah. And at this point, you know, this has been going on already yeah. for a couple episodes for us. And it's time to say something. I it mean, is. if you're not fe feeling comfortable, you definitely have to say something. You right. know, we're beyond that. Unfortunately, a lot of people still don't share when something like that happens. But and not necessarily it's just, just not good. Kelly saying something. And this is when we have the producer step in, which uh, was right. very unique. I really liked that. And what did the producer say? So, you know, Kelly was very upset um, by the way she's been treated. She was crying and, you know, really upset. So the producer chimes in while she's talking to him and just says, you know, if there's an issue to the point where things need to happen, come to me and I will make sure it stops. You know, and then she says, OK. And then he says, I don't want anyone feeling uncomfortable so like i said i think if uh you know you need to come to me if you feel uncomfortable right and so she thinks I, she says i think it'll stop because janet's here yeah that's that's kind of something we've been we've been understanding is that when janet's there she kind of calms things down she yeah. calms down dan specifically yeah uh and we have been talking about this beforehand and one thing we were talking about is as people merge, they start to share their stories. That's why right. you had Missy and Kelly talking. They start to share their stories about Dan. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so it's one of those things where she's like, it'll just get past this part. Right. But I like the way that he still reiterated and said, you know, I'm just saying, I just want to make sure you know that yeah. you can come to us. You know, they've yeah. got the producers right there. Oh, yeah. You've always got the cameraman and you've got, you know, somebody running the boom and, you know, she can't let this go too far. Right. And yeah. It's, it's one of those situations where it's just, yeah, it's, it's a tough so, spot. It's a uh, tough spot for so everybody. Unfortunate, and it's yeah. a, it's unfortunate that it has to be uncomfortable for anybody out yeah. there. You know, they're, they're trying to focus on winning a million dollars, not, right. not, you know, Dan. Yeah. We've never seen anything like this. It's that was, just yeah. The, unbelievable. 
and I kind of liked the fact that they kept the producer part in. First off, to show how much, you know, of course, CBS and Survivors are trying to make sure that they cover their tails right. as much as possible. But, you know, they but I think they had to move. say that. Yeah, I think it was a good move to show how serious the situation is right. when they let the producer's voice come through. Well, and they probably realized, like, she's considering being a target and all that. But you're kind of beyond yeah. that. You know what I mean? If if something's really going on there, yeah. they want to make sure that you share that. Well, that and them. that is exactly the microcosm that Survivors is for the real world because it's exactly like if you're at work and like, oh, I don't want to get fired or I don't exactly. want to be looked at for promotion so you yep. don't say anything. Right. That is literally an example of it here in Oh, Survivors. heck yeah. Yeah. At that point, your boss better step up and say, hey, you know, mm-hmm. what's going on? I mean, you know, that's the whole point of being an administrator or something like that is is seeing that things are happening, you know? Exactly. All right, so moving on from there, Tommy says he wants Kelly out, that she's too right. smart. and then uh, But Lauren's really not on board. Now, Tommy has a good point. Kelly is a heck of a game player. Right. Oh, yeah. And there's a lot of them. And now we're at the point now where you have to kind of think, okay, well, what kind of resume does Kelly have? What kind of resume does, say, like Missy have or something like that? Yeah. Those are pretty thick resumes. They've yeah. been making moves. Oh, they have been. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and then we have uh, Kelly ends up talking with Janet and we're, you know, and uh, talks about the Dan problem. Right. Jan, Dan, uh, sorry, Janet says that she will be watching him uh, and it will confront him if he seems to be doing inappropriate. Because right. from Janet's point of view, she feels she hasn't really been seeing too much of this because she hasn't really maybe nobody's complained to her yet. Yeah. Uh, and so she says, OK, I'll keep an eye on it. And then if I see something, I'll confront him because Janet right. is sort of she's, you know, the oldest woman out there. And she right. kind of has taken on the mother role. She has from day one. Yeah. You know, so you come to her with something like this. She's not going to take it lightly. You know, as we see, it, yeah, it kind of unfolds. It's crazy. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So, yeah. So now we have uh, Kelly confront or asking Janet to watch over the situation. And then right. Missy and Elizabeth start to talk about getting Dan out. This is a troubling situation in the least. This is when Missy starts to say to Elizabeth, hey, can we kind of play up this yeah. unfortunate situation with right. the uh, sexual harassment? Well, and it just, it was to me very frustrating because oh, yeah. I've been watching this as everybody has for the last couple episodes, upset that it's even happening. You right. know, I'm just like, I, I would be very vocal about it. I, it but yeah. then in the, that segment right there, it was like, wow, are they actually using this like as a strategy? Are they going to use this as part of the game? I didn't even think of it that way until that moment. Yeah. Because she's telling Elizabeth, you know, go to Janet and make sure to let her know how you felt and have this mother-daughter conversation. And I was just like, you got to be freaking kidding me. This is such a serious topic. And, you know, if you're going to overplay it, this is somebody's life here that you're messing with, you know? Right. I mean, definitely talk about things that have truly happened. Yeah. But don't overplay it just for the game. The point is, is this is way beyond a game at this it, point. Most definitely. Everybody, every single person should be taking it seriously. Even if you're not directly involved in the situation, you need to like, okay, well, we need to actually get all facts out. Exactly. And yeah. using this as a strategy moment is appalling. And it it is. Really shouldn't be it truly is. So Kelly and Elizabeth start to talk and, uh, you know, they're pitching the whole getting Dan out thing. Yeah. And during a flashback, we actually see something, another piece of kind of like the third wall being brought down. Right. Um, a moment where Kelly was uh, being unwelcomely touched. It, you know, these are all hard words to say, but essentially she ran, runs away and goes off to the, to the ocean uh, while Dan's behind him. And or behind her and they pan over and they show cameras and they show the boom. I mic. loved it. Yeah. yeah. She was talking about how her hair felt dirty and he reaches over to grab her hair and That's what it was. Okay. she's kind of pushing him away and says, yeah. stop, you know, right. and he's like, oh, I'm just seeing if you got sand in your hair. Well, you know, just don't it's do just. That. Yeah. And I did like the way they showed us that there's a cameraman and there's a guy with the boom right there. Yeah. Because sometimes we feel like the survivors are out there by themselves, yeah, even though be. we know there's right, there there's camera. a cameraman, you know. But I, I thought that was a good move that letting us know that they they're watching the situation, yeah. you know. I don't know how well they it, acted on it. I mean, the I, there's thing. different views to that for sure. It's it's a real tough one, and I know you know it's one of those things where we could take comfort in the fact that they were there. Yeah. And we could also be like, okay, well, why didn't you guys stop it when you noticed it? Exactly. So it could really go both ways. Yeah. Uh, it's, this, it's, this is a, this is a tough one. It really is. So, uh, Kelly's still saying she wants Missy out cause that's her focus. You know, she's talking about that. And then Lauren warns Missy that, Hey, Kelly's targeting you. And, uh, and which it was interesting to see Lauren show the loyalty to Missy right away. Right. I was kind of surprised by that. I yeah. thought Lauren and Tom would 
Tommy would have played it out a little more. Yeah, I thought so too. And then we were about to go to commercial beforehand. We had a message from CBS and from Survivors. Right. You want to give us a little bit of that? Yeah. So I'm just going to, I'm going to read you the actual message. Okay. So, you know, you get the black screen and in white writing, it's giving you this message just saying the following morning, the producers met with all the players, Mm -hmm. both as a group and individually. They were cautioned about personal boundaries and reminded that producers are available to them at all times. Based on the outcome of those discussions, the game continues. In addition, producers met privately with Dan, at which time he was issued a warning for his behavior. Producers continue to monitor the situation. Yeah. So I'm really glad they put that out. They had to have known that their viewers were getting really worked up about this. I was, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Me too. For several episodes before this. We've been saying for a while... Dan needs to get out of there. Yeah. It's, it's just unsafe. It really is. And it's something that, you know, we don't know to what extent, but we've already seen some things that yeah. just to me are inappropriate. Yes. Yeah. Um, I don't know what his intent was, if he felt like he wasn't doing anything wrong. I I don't know, but his, I don't yeah. think that situation should have been in Survivors. Even I think they should have acted on that right. when they saw that something was going on. Right. and. As soon as somebody feels uncomfortable, that's key right there. Yeah. That's the time to move on what's happening. I read a Hollywood Reporter article this morning because, of course, this, we, we record the day after, right? Just scheduling reasons. And so all day has been just one thing after another. Uh, there was a Hollywood Reporter article where they talked to Jeff and uh, he had clarified how much like they spoke with everybody. And then when they spoke to Dan, they told him, like, look, people are... Uh, your your sexual harassment's uncomfortable or something like right. explaining that situation and then saying that you have an official warning now. Right. So he kind of broke down exactly how they went down and what what exactly they told everybody. Mm-hmm. So uh, I have retweeted everything about that. I also retweeted Good. some other apologies that are coming out later on. So you guys can go to our Twitter account for a little bit of source material. So we kind of yeah, that's great. All right, back to the game. We are at tribal. It's immunity, and we're finally in endurance ones. Yes, oh, I, love I love the endurance challenges. Yeah. Um, so the way this one works is they have to hold on to a table with three balls on top. Mm-hmm. And every time you lower the table, it locks into a new position, making it more difficult. If you get too low, it makes the balls drop. So there's like these little pegs that are in the holes that the balls are sitting on. And when you lower the table, these pegs come up, knocking the ball off. Mm-hmm. So when all three balls drop, then you're out. Right. So it was a pretty... Pretty simple one. Yeah, most endurance ones kind of are. Yeah, but yeah, this, this they one, are. I liked how when the table went down, the pegs like made yeah. it. Yeah, it, it was pretty neat. Yeah. And and so Nora was the first one to drop the ball. Yeah. And then it went on to Elizabeth and Dean and Kelly and um, Janet, Dan, Lauren. It kind of went through everybody, yeah. started dropping the ball. Second ball, you know, Nora again was the first one to drop the second. Kelly, Dean, Janet, you know, kind of went through. Mm-hmm. And then for the third ball, Nora was the first one out. So she yeah. really struggled in this she one. Had not, not great, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't have a steady hand. Yeah. And then, you know, Kelly, Dean, Elaine, just one by one, they were kind of knocking out. And then after 15 minutes, we were down to four people. Right. So we've got Elizabeth, Missy, Jamal, and Aaron. Right. And um, so Elizabeth, uh, she or Missy was the first one out out of those four. Mm-hmm. And then Elizabeth. And then we were down to Aaron and Jamal. 25 minutes later. And man, they they were doing really good. Oh, poor Jamal was just pouring oh, sweat. He was oh, shaking. So finally, two balls fell at the same time for Jamal, and he pretty much gave up. He fell backwards. I mean, he was just so weak at that point. Yeah. He was okay. They didn't need medical or anything, but he was wiped out. And Aaron just killed this challenge. He yeah, did, really did very well. He did seem well. like he was sweating it, you know, no, and not to the degree very Jamal steady. Was yeah, else. yeah. So Aaron's the one that won, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, he did a great job. Yeah, I really, really just, just killed it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, percent it. Uh, and then while we're leaving that, Kelly's talking about how uh, you know she's too threatened by Missy and uh, wants Missy out. So that's what yeah. we're moving into. Uh, back from commercials, Missy knows Kelly is uh, targeting her. And wants to be sure to be secure uh, to secure Lauren and Tommy. So she's she's approaching Lauren and Tommy. Right. Uh, those two tell Dan. I'm sorry. Tell Dean mm-hmm. uh, that they want to get Kelly out. And Dean still feels lo- loyalty to Kelly. They sure, have a friend yeah, outside of just, survivors and stuff. And she just gave him an idol. Right. <laughs> so yeah, Dean 
generally would be the pocket vote for Kelly. So it'd right. be really surprising if they turned. Uh, then Jamal tells Nora uh, that she wants Dan out. And, right. Yeah. And Jamal uh, tells Janet she feels relieved, you know. Yeah. Because she feels, you know, she might she might be the one out. Plus, well, mainly it's the whole situation right. is what's going on. She feels if he's out, then, you know, a lot of the discomfort that people are feeling will get better. And one thing to remember is this is all post-talk. Possibly this day, even, they just had to talk with all the producers. They right. Pulled, they pulled Dan aside. So that's definitely heavy in the air. Yeah. Whenever, you could probably imagine how it is at camp. Maybe Dan's trying to stay a little quiet. Mm-hmm. or I don't, It doesn't seem like this in Dan's wheelhouse, but maybe he is. <laughs> Everybody's kind of it's it's heavy in the air, and it could it's definitely hampering tribe life. And yeah, it, it should. It's a heavy moment, but oh, of course. Yeah, so you got to think like somebody's saying, "Let's get Dan out." It's like, okay, yeah, let's just kind of remove this problem. Yeah. Uh, Janet tells Elizabeth, but Elizabeth doesn't believe it. Right. Which I was very surprised by that. Yeah. After uh, Elaine and Elizabeth talk, Elaine tells Dan that he's the next target. Uh, Dan no is now upset with Janet and sees Janet as you know the real threat, trying to get yeah. him out. Uh, Jamal approaches Kelly and Karishma to target Dan, but they don't feel like it's a good idea. So you have a lot of people kind of spitting out ideas and for a lot of different reasons going on right now. Uh, Jamal talks to Tommy about the Dan vote and Tommy was surprised and then discussed it with Lauren. Uh, those two are the swing votes. So when we're moving, yeah. moving to tribal, it's whatever those two really choose. And Kelly's convinced that there is another idol out there. So she starts searching you know, after the merge. They move yeah. out some idols. Yeah. And she ends up finding one. So yeah. she has two idols. She's correct? got two now. Yeah. That's crazy good. I know. So <laughs> we're in a tribal now. Let's see how that shakes out. Okay. So, you know, Jack comes out. He's the first member of our jury. And mm-hmm. Sandra and Rob are in their spots. Jeff first addresses his first question to Dan. And he says, give me the vibe at camp. You know, uh, does trust outweigh deception? Dan's agreeing, yes, you know, trust outweighs deception. And it goes to Missy and, um, you know, she just says you have to ha- you have to have someone that you trust. And they all kind of chime in on that, Krishma, uh, saying you can't achieve the deception required in this game without the trust first. And uh, Lauren, she says, yes, you know, trust outweighs deception in this yeah. game. Yeah. So, yeah, it seems to be everybody's kind of going with the same uh, idea. Yeah, you know? it's, it's post-merger, so trust is all they have right now. Right. They don't really know, you know, so you really are leaning on your old relationships yeah. and stuff like that. Makes yeah. sense. Jeff says, you know, uh, has the original Vokai dominated this game been discussed? Mm-hmm. You know, and then Tommy's like, yes, you know, some of these people I've known for for day from day one. Right. I met Dean and Charisma two days ago. So, you know, they're hoping that the original Vokai stay together because they have the numbers. Um so, you know, even Janet says, you know, she hopes the old Vokai will hold tight. But as time goes on, tribal lines uh, can be softened. Right. You start to see this crack. Yeah. And then with Dean, you know, he doesn't, he's not staying with his old one. He was Lyro. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just saying the last time I saw Lyro, I got blindsided. Yeah, you exactly, know, yeah. so I'm looking to build some trust with people tonight. So then uh, Jeff goes and, and asks, um, what is it about tonight's vote that's so important. Mm-hmm. Dan says, it's about the moment you either can trust or cannot trust your own ability to judge people. Right. So, you know, uh, Missy goes on to say, tonight is a big gut check. Did you apply for a reason? And are you good enough at this game? At that point, uh, Jeff says it's time to vote. So we start the voting. And um, when Kelly does her vote, she just writes down that... Um, you know, can't wait to not be living with you because she writes down Dan, yeah. you know. Um, let's see if we have any other ones that said something. She's the only one that said something while she was writing it down. But anyway, so they start voting mm-hmm. and Dan ends up getting five votes. Yep. And Kelly gets eight. So that's seven, but yeah. Uh Oh. <laughs> it could have been eight. Do we have that many people? I thought I we had 13 remember. people. I could have been just like, oh, Kelly's out. I didn't write the last <laughs> one. Either way. I think we got 13 people. <laughs> so yeah, Kel- Kelly's voted out. And the big thing is she's got two idols in her pocket. That, I couldn't believe it. I wrote crazy shit right here. Because <laughs> it just blew my mind that she seriously yeah. did not play one. Yeah. If and- you got two, why would you not play an idol? Right, right, right. I couldn't believe it. When Jeff said, you know, has anybody got want to play an idol? And I was just like. Seriously, she kind of moved like 
she was going to grab well, it yeah, or that, something. You know, that was just, you probably, know. You know, it's funny. <laughs> they probably got a moment where she just happened to lean like, save that for later. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but I, I just couldn't believe she didn't. I mean, yeah. we've seen people go home with idols in their pocket, but two, two? Yeah. I mean, come on now, you know, and knowing that at this point, everybody's a threat. You know right. what I mean? Everybody's a target, I should say. Right. She didn't play her idol. You know, yeah. Dan, you know, says, yeah, put that torch out. He was, you know, all excited and everything because he thought for sure he was going home. But yeah. and I don't know <laughs> in one way that might have been best. But well, you know, if, if we're looking at positives, the one big positive we, or one of the positives we look at of this, I always like when these moments happen in a way because it's proof that survivors is not made up. It's real. Because storybook wise, you take out the guy that's been causing problems, but no, it was Kelly the accuser that got taken yeah. out. So that shows that, like, yeah, it's just how it shook out, you yeah. know. And so again, if they were scripting this, it would not have been Kelly. It would not definitely not have been Kelly. It would have been right. Dan exactly. And and you know what? I was trying to find who else was talking when they wrote the name down, mm-hmm. and it was Dan. Okay. And Dad Dan said only two ways to spell blindside tonight, and the other way is Dan. I don't think that's the case. So, you know, he was yeah. writing Kelly thinking it's one or the other. So, you know, I'm going to get her out. But yeah, so that was a trip. Here she well, had two idols. I know. And then yeah. Jeff ends it just saying, as much as you want to believe uh, in trust, you have to worry about deception. Of course. Yeah. yeah that's and she got a that huge last part idol of the right game. before she left. I mean, it was like, oh, God, just oh, play yeah. one. Why not? Right before Tribal, she got that second one. That first week of merger, you, were the, you should be the least aware of the situation you should right. definitely be playing an idol if you have extra yeah yeah, yeah. so it's pretty crazy i just couldn't believe it yeah all right so uh second half of the episode goes or the you know second episode essentially uh we're back at camp janet comes back and she's super shocked that kelly went home uh and then she starts to confront her tribe about it she's not willing to just she's like is anybody gonna talk about this oh no okay then i'll talk about it like she was wanting to make sure that we yeah. aired our complaints now yeah because she voted Dan with the understanding that it was to protect the girls. Right. She was not going to vote for Dan. Right. Yeah. Originally. Right. And so there was kind of the situation of like, okay, well, why did you guys tell me to vote? I mean, you guys could have told me something different. You guys could have told me the truth. Why did you make it to where I had to vote Dan and lie to me using that as a reason? Yeah. So then Lauren and Tommy, they pull her aside and they start talking to her. And Janet says that uh, this is more than a vote. And she feels truly betrayed. She's saying this is like, this is too important for us to, to be just on this one vote. The way you guys did it was un, was not right. Right. Uh, Lauren wasn't happy with the reason to uh, to vote Dan off. So Lauren's saying that we shouldn't vote Dan out because of, you know, the meeting we had and really that and the harassment. It should be for the game, which was kind of odd, you know, yeah. later on. That yeah. Kind of didn't I was out surprised. Well. Yeah. Janet and Dan talk about how uh, she was approached by uh, about Dan's behavior. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Dan, it was funny because he was, just, you know, it's one of those things where in this moment, Dan needs to kind of just listen and not yeah. say too much and hear Dan saying, oh, I wonder if it was just part of the game. Right. She interrupted him right away and says, no, it wasn't. Right. And broke it down for yeah. him. Janet, she's not the kind of person who's going to be playing this like, oh, be deceptive. She's just going to make sure everything's out right now, especially yeah. after being burned. Oh, she, yeah, she definitely was. Because he even said, well, you know, I don't see how that can be because they come to me and they ask for me to crack their back and all that. I'm like, dude, are you really this naive? I mean, you know, we've kind of seen what we consider inappropriate. Yeah. For the last couple of weeks. They've been showing us this whole time. Uh, Yeah. Dan says that he's never had this problem in the past. He works with many people. So he's saying he's never had this problem in the past. Um, But but I think Janet starts believing that because she's like, I thought it was odd that they came to me saying this. So I think she starts seeing that there's a gameplay piece to it too. And she's just shocked that anybody would do that. Yeah. Oh Uh, yeah. That's so crazy. One thing they both relate on is both Janet and Dan are in leadership roles at work. Right. And so he's telling her or she's telling him, have you ever had somebody come to you with concerns about somebody else? And Dan, you know, is like, of course it's Janice's. I have to. And how do you respond to that? So She's doing a good job of kind of like relating to him and saying like, look, right. this is how things are. Right. This is how you're supposed to respond to the situation. Exactly. So props to Janet on that one. Yeah. Uh, Dan's all surprised by this. He ends up going to talk to Missy and Elizabeth and uh, he he apologized to them, says, if, you know, if I basically if I offended anybody right. or made anybody uncomfortable. Uh, Missy says, if we felt uncomfortable, we would have voted you, voted him out or voted you out. Yeah. So, you know. They downright say that Janet lied. That's no, Missy's telling him. Missy and Elizabeth are telling Dan, 
Janet lied. Yeah. We didn't go to her and say any of that. Janet's a snake. And I'm just like, oh, my God. You know, yeah. on, for those two, this was some gameplay going on here. And what's crazy How is... How sad is that to use this topic yeah. or this situation... When they that. were it complaining, they were complaining to Kelly. They've been complaining to other people about Dan Sudging. Remember, there was the Elizabeth, or not Elizabeth, sorry, Missy was getting her toes t- uh, tickled right, or whatever, which right. is like, dude, what the hell? Yeah, but, it's it's very weird. So the I don't fact get that it. they're sitting there comforting him right now, it just, it made me very angry. Yeah, Elizabeth's saying, I've never felt uncomfortable. Yeah. And you know, when you see Elizabeth talking to the tribe and she is joking about how he wrapped his arm around her waist. Okay, she says it in a jokey matter, but something I got thinking about is she did that a few times. She's mentioned it a few times. So in a way, I kind of felt that maybe it was bothering her. She just really wasn't sharing it. But again, from from what I remember, when he did that, he asked if that was okay. Right. Which to me, if you have to ask if an action like that is okay, you know, it's not. Especially when you're essentially in public right now. Right. Like, yeah. He only knew her like, what, when it happened, maybe like 16 days. It's, I don't know, very inappropriate, I believe. Yeah. All of Lyra was there to comfort him, essentially. And uh, Dan says, or Dan's saying that he feels comf- uh, comforted now and that uh, none of the seven remaining women have had a problem with him and stuff like that. So Dan now feels totally relieved. Right. Okay? Dan confronts Janet. Explaining that, uh, oh, they say you're lying and stuff like that. He really wants to clear the air because yeah. he knows that this is going to be aired on TV. Uh, Janet tells him that Elizabeth told him that, you know, he's like, oh, well, what about Missy? He's like, no, Missy didn't tell me, but Elizabeth, Elizabeth. did tell me. Yeah. Right. He says to your face. And she's like, absolutely. Yeah. So <laughs> in straight up awesome Janet moment. I love it. She gets out of a little tent that they're in. Yeah. Wakes Janet. <laughs> oh, he- not, uh, sorry. Uh, Missy Elizabeth, and um, Elizabeth. Yeah. yeah. Come out here, girls. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. And you know what? That's an innocent person right there, yeah. because I would have done the same thing. Don't you accuse me of something. I'll I'll find you right now and make sure you're telling the truth. Yeah, let's get you this. Know? Yeah, and in that, front that of cool. everybody. Yeah. yeah. So she gets, she, Elizabeth admits that she had told her one thing, and Janet basically says, you know, like, okay, there's the answer. I'm going to yeah. go over here. I'm out of your guys' hair. She doesn't want anything. She doesn't yeah. want to be around him, so she's going to sleep by herself off to right. the side. Uh, and then Elizabeth in another sign of just kind of like Missy just a moment ago, she's whispering to Dan like, oh, I just had to say things to get, you know, to get votes and stuff To like get that. her off my back. Yeah. Yeah. And she's confronting him and stuff, or uh, comforting him and anything like that. So that's the situation right now. This is a very heavy episode. Oh, such a tough a, one. Yeah, it yeah. really is. It's very sad. Yeah. Uh, next day we see Missy and Aaron, they're, they're going idol hunting and Janice decides to follow them. Uh, she, <laughs> she, they walked past her. She was out on the beach. Uh, and when they're walking out, or when she starts to follow him, she ends up finding an idol. Yeah. <laughs> which was like, oh, you're so awesome. That was she awesome. Felt so relieved. <laughs> she you needed that. The emotions on her face were just like, oh, thank God. Oh, it's yeah. just another day. Yeah. Uh, we see later on that Krishna and Jamal feel like, uh, feel like they're on the outs because right. they've been, you know, on the bottom of the votes. They have been left out of the decision making. Right. Uh, and then there's something in the tree and it's like a note tied up. Yeah. That was pretty crazy. That was. Jamal goes to grab the note and it sees that it sends him over to Island of the, or Island of the Idols. Yeah. Uh, How do things go over there? So, you know, this note says, do not open, bring with you to Island of the Idols, Mm -hmm. leave immediately. So sure enough, you know, uh, well, to start with, Karishma's kind of upset that she didn't get it, you know, and he's like, oh, whatever it is, we'll share, you know. Mm -hmm. So anyway. He gets on the boat and he heads over to Island of the Idols. And um, he he once he sees, uh, you know, Boston Rob and Sandra, he's just so excited. Oh, I loved get it. Out of here, yeah. <laughs> get out of here. And he turns around like he's walking backwards and they're like, get over here, you know. Yeah, and then I loved it. He was like, how did you pop out of my TV screen? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which is probably what we would think if we saw people oh, like that, sure, you know. For sure. Uh, so they're telling him that. You've just learned a tough uh, survivor lesson. If it's too too he, good to be true, it usually is. Yeah. So his whole thing, his lesson is about sabotage. Mm-hmm. So him, you know, they told him from the beginning, yours had already started because you grab that note. Right. And that note, in that note, it's telling you that you're losing a vote. That sucks. That really sucks. Yeah. I wasn't very happy about that one, really, yeah, yeah. you know. 
So, but you know, they say nothing comes free. You have to work for it. And he went and grabbed that note thinking it was an idol or something. And he ended up losing a vote over it, which was kind of weird, but <laughs> um, I, yeah, I, I, it I, was kind of, just I didn't weird. really, yeah, I didn't really, really get that. Um, the art of sabotage is so, what his whole lesson was, well, was called, but is the, the lesson then, okay, I won't grab idols when I see them? I know. You're <laughs> thinking idols are out there. Of course you're going to grab a note hanging off a tree. Yeah, so I didn't no really get that. Learned on that part. Then they say, do you want to sabotage somebody else? Well, sure, you know. So they give him the parchment paper and a pencil, and he writes down a fake legacy advantage. Right, right. Okay? So, you know, he can give that to somebody when he gets back. So he he goes ahead and heads back. He gets He's talking to everybody. So he ends up giving it to Dean. He tells him, I'm going to give you this legacy idol or mm-hmm. not idol advantage because it's your birthday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just- so he's like, great. You know, I got a hell of a target on my back for my birthday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so dorky. And then even Aaron, you know, was like, uh, that wasn't an olive branch to Dean. It was a death sentence. So, you know, Jamal is a threat and we need to get him out. And so, you know, that kind of put a target on Jamal's back. Yeah. One thing I thought was funny is, you know, they talk about, like, oh, here's the pencil. you never seen a pencil in the game before. Oh, that was a good point. And uh, right away, everybody's like, yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> and the handwriting's, yeah. you know. Yeah, so, nobody believed it. Yeah. So he had to explain, like, oh, yeah, they, they were on, like, these tablets. I had to write it down. That's not how that would ever happen. Yeah, yeah. And then they're all kind of, like, passing around. And they're like, yeah, that's kind of baloney, right? Yeah. <laughs> so nobody believed it at camp. It um, was kind of just a whole weird Island of the Idols, I thought. Yeah, yeah. And we just had a good one, too. So it was kind of odd that they did that. But yeah, I just yeah. I wasn't a fan of it. I no, of it. I, I wasn't a fan of that section. Um, and then we go right into individual immunity. Yep. Um, so there, it's another endurance challenge. Heck yes. I know. I love it. <laughs> so what they have to do is they have to hold on to a handle behind their back with both hands while over water. So there's a platform they're all standing on and they're all leaning forward over the water while holding this handle. So at regular intervals, Jeff will lower them to the water. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it, when the pain becomes too much, they will fall in the water and be out of the challenge. The last woman and man will win individual immunity. So we're going to have two of them that win. A woman and a man that's yeah. left standing. So... Um, yeah, this was a pretty good one, I think, as far as just it was endurance a, piece. Well, and it was kind of a unique endurance one, too. I don't, you know, we haven't seen something like this before, I don't yeah. think. And I liked how Jeff was in control of a part of it. Because then it was almost like, yeah. <laughs> Jeff, you're going a little too far, something like that. He can. You know, yeah, because so in the very beginning, you know, when they're all lined up and maybe just a minute past, yeah. he's already cranking it. Because yeah. you know? <laughs> after that, he's doing it at five minute intervals. Right, so, right. yeah. So at first he does it and it's just like, you are just having fun with that. Yeah. The first person out is Lauren. Mm-hmm. And then Dan, Jamal, uh, Elaine, they're they're having a hard time with that. A good, oh, yeah. a good group. <laughs> I would have been out so fast. Yeah. And then, you know, five minutes passes and then we lose Nora and Missy, Krishma, Janet, Aaron, Tommy and Elizabeth. And then they go on to. You go ahead. Aaron won. For the men. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Aaron's not on that one. Don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then Janet, Krishma, and Dean you all, you know, fall in the water. A lot of them are like, it's funny because like, it's not like they're just falling. To they, Most of them are just jump off because they're like, I'm tired of this. They just right, jump off. Right. So they just most, let go because yeah. their hands can't handle it anymore. Right. And then another five minutes goes by and we still have Nora, Missy, Elizabeth, Aaron, and Tommy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got Aaron in that row too. So <laughs> uh, we end up losing Nora. And then we lose Tommy, which yeah. makes Aaron win because he right. was the only guy left. So we've got Aaron as one of the winners. And then we still have Missy and Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. And then Elizabeth can't hold on any longer. So we have Missy that won for the women. Yeah. So Aaron and Missy are the two that won the individual immunity. Yeah. Props to them. That was a tough one. That yeah. Was, there was nobody that was doing good in that, really. Yeah. Uh, and then it looks like after that, they're talking about how Jamal, Janet, and Karishma are a uh, Missy's targets. So that's that's what she's wanting out of there. Yeah. Uh, we get back to, to camp and Janet and Jamal, they start to talk. Jamal is worried because he's on the bottom and Janet can't believe that. Uh, uh, it was kind of a funny statement. It's something that maybe we would say. But she's like, I can't believe the idea that 
charisma and Nora would be here longer than us. <laughs> exactly. You know, because they kind of, yeah. to all of us too, have been on the bottom. Right. Obviously to them, you know. And Jamal and, and, and Janet have just been playing a better game. It's yeah. like, oh, how for is sure. it possible? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, you know, if you play in Survivors, you know you want to take the weak ones to the end. Right. Yeah. So that's why they're still there. Now that charisma and Nora got to this point, now they, they oh, can they're pretty much coast. Oh, they're sitting pretty now. Yeah. yeah. You'd have to yeah. do something bad to not get to the final. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, the rest of the tribe talk about, you know, splitting the votes and between Krishma and Jamal in case somebody has an idol. Uh, Tommy tells Janet that she's safe and needs to vote on Jamal. Right. But Janet feels unsure working with them and is uh, tempted to use her idol because we're, we're mid drama and stuff like that. And she's kind of like, OK, who do I trust anymore? And stuff like that. Right. So right. She's got the idol. She, she She's ready to use it if need yeah. be. Yeah. And then we, we get into tribal, another another spot for you. <laughs> another tribal. <laughs> um, yeah, at this point, you know, poor Janet, she's she's being treated pretty bad. Yes. Because the majority of the people feel that she overdid it by going to Dan and making kind of a bigger thing out of this, I think. She was just telling the truth, though. But, yeah, yeah I mean, if somebody's going to share that information with you, you're not going to hold on to it, especially if you're in her situation where, you know, she has the mother role, but good for her. Yeah. So, yeah, we go back to Tribal, mm -hmm. and uh, Jack and Kelly come in as the jury, and we've got Sandra and Rob already in their hut to watch Tribal. And so Jeff says, what is the reaction after the last Tribal Council? Norris's people are upset, quick conversations, and she was shocked that Kelly was voted off. Yeah. Janet goes right into saying miscommunication and gameplay. Mm -hmm. So she's ready to start discussing, you know, everything that's going on. Right. She says, I made a decision based on my moral character. I was wrong for getting involved, which she wasn't. She did what she thought was right. Right. But she didn't understand that everybody else wasn't playing morally. They were right. playing a different game than she was. Yeah. And that was really sad because she, yeah. she took a big hit because of that. Yeah. And she and admits, the, Missy called her out on that, too. I'm sorry. I didn't mean no, to interrupt go ahead, you. But go ahead. Yeah. Missy called her out like, well, yeah, but weren't you going to vote me out? And so then she's like, yeah, I was going to vote you out. But then everybody said they're going to go Dan. Right. And so that's why she changed. And she, exactly, because she wasn't going to go Dan. I like how she's being honest there, though. This is I, a good moment to lie yeah. because, you know, who else? But she's like, no, no I was going to vote you. you yeah. Know? Yeah. So, yeah. Pretty yeah, interesting. That's true. And then this is where, you know, Aaron says survivor play, a survivor play that went wrong. He felt Janet's play went wrong. But, right. you know, then he goes on to talk about, um, He's saying that if if Dan was actually treating the girls that way, himself, Jamal, and Tommy would have been involved. And I'm just like, oh, come on. really? What world do you live in? I know. I mean, the Me Too movement is all about women voicing their opinion, voicing, you know, what's yeah. happened to them and not keeping it in. But that happens all the time. Yeah. Women experience something like this and... Some may take some time to share it. Some may share it 20 years later or not at all. Yeah. And so I like the way that Jamal chimes in and just Freaking says, just Jamal. because you don't know doesn't mean they should have told you. Right. It's not your job to know everything. Exactly. Yeah. Whoever is uncomfortable is the one that should share it when they feel comfortable to share it. Yeah, when or know. if they may not, you know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But yeah, for him to think, oh, well, you know, I was at tribal, I would have noticed it was just, or it should have been shared with me. Right. You know, it just really surprised me that he threw that out there, you know. It's one of those moments. And then we also saw from Aaron, uh, he kept rolling his eyes and stuff like that. They made sure to show us all those moments too. Uh, it's one of those things where Aaron just was not, uh, you know, being open-minded right. and using this as a moment to grow. He was only thinking gameplay-wise, and that's exactly how Missy and Elizabeth were thinking earlier. Yeah. He wasn't thinking of like, oh, yeah, this is the real world, or right. not on a show. And, you know, he, I moment. think he realized that what he said wasn't really appropriate. He goes on to say, I have two sisters and a mother. Mm -hmm. I'm very sensitive to this issue, which I think he probably is. Right. But that comment sure didn't show it. You know? Yeah, that's true. That is true. And then, you know, it goes to, to Dan, and he says... You know, because Jeff calls on Dan and, and asks him what he thinks about this. And he says, are we not going to let this go? He says, I don't want to be a part of anything that makes somebody feel bad. And, you know, yeah, we're not going to let it go. It's it's something that really needs to be talked out fully. Well, yeah. 
And so Jeff lets him know yeah. that, no, we're not going to let this go. And, you know, we'll be talking about it 39 days if that's what we need to do. Way to freaking go, <laughs> I know. Yeah. And so, you know, Krishma chimes in and just says, uh, perception is reality. I don't think that Janet is trying to spin uh, something to be deceptive or create a story to cover her butt. This is the way she perceived it. And yeah. I think people need to realize that. Yeah, Karishma nailed it right she there. She sure did. Yep. Because the the type of person that Janet is, the role that she is, that's how she took it. And, mm -hmm. you know, as a mother of three boys, if somebody came to me and said anything about my boys, you know, you can criticize me all you want. But you say something about my boys, the mama bear is going to come out in me, you know. in this situation, one of the boys came to her. So she was, you know, so in that situation, yeah. if you're going to compare them. Yeah. 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 So she acted on it. And good for her. Anybody that somebody comes to you with something like that, it's, yeah. why would you keep it to yourself? You know, they're opening up because yeah. they're wanting your support. They're asking for help. Right. A lot of people don't get to that point to where they open up. And Arguably. Uh, sorry. I'm very passionate <laughs> no, know, about this. I know. But arguably <laughs> in that same thing, everybody that's around that environment should have also acted and stepped yes. in. So it's one of those things where there's just, there are very little heroes in the story. But, you know... There's a generational difference. Right, right. I think Janet, possibly, not for sure, but being older and and the type of role that she plays and, you know, makes it to where she's easier about sharing it because she be. felt like she had to protect these girls. She's also, you know, she's she runs a bunch of the lifeguards, which generally is a younger position. So she probably has that at work as well, where she's always taking care of, you know, kids and making sure that they're okay, safe. So I think that's something that she obviously, if she goes into lifeguarding like that, she probably is trying to always be protective. Right. Yeah. Right. And, you know, Dan goes on to say that, you know, since you won't let it go, and he starts talking more about it, um, most of my clients are women. Mm -hmm. I work in an industry where the Me Too movement began because he's a talent agent, you right. know. And so he's looking over at Kelly and he apologizes and says, if I've ever made you feel uncomfortable um, you know, I apologize and seems very sincere. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, oh, yeah. I don't know the full story. So, you know, yeah. I mean, to be honest with my perspective, I didn't like the way he was acting from day one, mm -hmm. the way he was kind of touchy and all that. I mean, we spoke of we, that we, before. Yeah, we've been saying it for a long time. But, oh, yeah. you know, nobody deserves that regardless. So there shouldn't be a but to that. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, it's just, tough. Yeah. it's, it's yeah, very tough. So he did apologize. Um, and so he talks about how he's married, had been married for 21 years since he has two boys. Um, and I, I think about what he's going through at this point. You know, now that this is being televised, that's that's really tough. I'm sure it's very tough on him. Yeah. You know, but. I was um, thinking about, you know, what are you teaching those two kids of yours, the two boys? Yeah. You've got to show, you got to lead by example right now. And I hope, because those boys have probably got to be in their 20s with the age right. that he is. Right. I hope he led by example them growing up you know I what so. i mean yeah. Yeah. i'm hoping at their age they already are very good young men mm -hmm. you know with a lot of respect for women yeah. so anyway they go on to where jeff's asking janet how she feels uh, yeah poor thing she's like i'm trying to decide if i should stay and he's like in the game she's like yeah you know yeah. everybody hates her at this point so and that's what she says you know she says i feel hatred i feel so alone and so at this point, Krishma and Lauren, you know, say, we don't hate you. You know, you did. I mean, Lauren goes on to really say, you did a good thing. You did yeah. what you thought needed to happen. And that's good that people are going to see that. This is a moment, too, I think, where where some people in the tribe now, Lauren, one of them, uh -huh. is starting to realize, like, wait a minute. I I was on the wrong on this. Yeah. And I think they're starting to realize that because yeah. Lauren's the way the look on her face was truly like, oh, my God. What have I been doing this whole time? I don't think she was a huge part of it to start with. No, but... I mean, as far as knowing what was going on. Right. Her and Tommy were the switch vote last time, the, you know, the swing vote. And so I think that they... I think maybe it was kind of dawning on her at that moment. Like, Janet's feeling on the outside and Janet has only been good. She's just telling the truth. So I think that might be a thing where, like, she's like, holy cow. So I think that might be yeah. happening for a few people there. Yeah. yeah. I think so, too. I think a few of them are... Seeing Janet in a whole different light now, yep. you know, yep. Yep. which is good. That needed to happen. Mm -hmm. 
So, um, you know, they're just saying, she's saying that Survivor does mirror real real life at points in time. And, you know, we're all in this together. So yeah. that was Lauren, you know, still telling Janet that. And that's good. You know, it's it's important to let Janet know that what she did is right. I mean, you never know in her situation if it yeah. was to come again. You would want her to do the same thing. Of course you would. If it was my child going to her, I would want Janet to speak up. And, you she know? Sh- and most importantly, she shouldn't feel like she's on the outs for doing that. Right. That's the that's the exactly. sad part. Is she's feeling like she's on the outs. And of anybody on the... She's the only person we could say did everything right. Exactly. Everybody else has blemishes on this situation. Yeah. That are in that tribe right now. And she's the only one that did everything right. And she's the one that's feeling the outs. Yeah. That's absurd. And that's it's, it's sad that she didn't see that there was gameplay going on. She thought this yeah. was really happening, which it was. Right. But... You know, it's it was, there was a couple was people out there Elizabeth that were. Yeah. 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 That was really sad. It's frustrating. So anyway, it's time to vote. Mm-hmm. And so Jamal goes up there. He has no vote because yeah. he lost it when he went to the Island of Idols. Too bad. Um, so Janet uh, goes ahead and plays her idol. Mm-hmm. And Kelly's like, get out of here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she was surprised. Everybody was surprised. You could yeah. see the look on their face. Yeah. They were very surprised that Janet had an idol. Yeah. So that was perfect. Um, so when we get to the votes, Janet has two votes. And of course, we're not counting that because she played an idol. I almost messed up on that last time. <laughs> <laughs> Karishma has three votes and Jamal has five. So Jamal is the person voted off, yeah. clearly disappointed. Oh, yeah. He was not talking to nobody. He, yeah. He Even Nora through. said no goodbye or any or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Nora is out of it sometimes. I just got to think Nora's like, <laughs> just got like birds swimming around her hair. So yeah. like that <laughs> I wish I could think like her sometimes just like, what's going on, guys? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, he he didn't address anybody and no. just, you know, walked out very quietly. Yeah. I don't think he expected to be going home right now, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So uh, then Jeff, you know, to to close everything, he said, once again, a lot of raw emotions, different opinions, big ideas. Uh, at the end, um, at the end, another person voted off. So, right. yeah, their tribals have been really, Intense. yeah, really yeah. exhausting when I'm reading it all. <laughs> no, but I, there's been a lot going on. And I think the last lot three of conversations. weeks we've, we've had something that's been like, oh, man, this is. Yeah. This, this one, the, this one tops it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, I remember very well Cochran. He, uh, you know, he did his dissertation on the the last twelve or the last the jury vote and how the survival works and how that affects him. He does yeah. very work, very good work. That'd be pretty cool, really. It would be amazing <laughs> to read that. But I think this season would be really good to study on a situation yeah. and like how how these social moments that we're getting in every episode how they're affecting the people around them. It'd be interesting to see how that all works yeah. out. Yeah, it really would. It it really looked good. Yeah. Uh, so next week we have two people going home. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be good. That'd yeah. Be uh, and then we see that Missy and Tommy are going to war with each other. Yeah. So things are going down. Uh, okay. Yeah, because Let's, Eileen tells Tommy that Missy wants him out. Yeah. So then he so, goes after Missy. Yeah. Full out war on those two. Yeah. Okay, so let's. Let's first talk about our favorites. How did your favorites do? Um, I'm kind of concerned about Elizabeth. Right, same with me on Missy. We'll get she, those out of the way. Yeah, you know, she just using that towards Not gameplay. Favorite anymore? Once I realized yeah. that, really pissed me off. Yeah, the second. It's amazing how much the second time I watched it, I just got more angry. Yeah, because I, I watched it twice. You didn't, you know, you just get angrier when you're watching. Yeah, it. Yeah, because I don't like that she was a victim. Okay, of course, no doubt. Right, but I don't like that her and Missy start thinking, oh, this can work towards our advantage, mm-hmm. is what they were saying. Right. And it's yeah. just, it's really sad. This isn't something that should have been a part of this show, I don't I don't think. Mm-hmm. And so I'm worried about Elizabeth. Right. I think she will probably be off sooner than later. Sooner than expected. And I I kind of wouldn't have a problem with that at this yeah. point. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to agree with you on that with Missy. Yeah. And then Lauren's still kind of staying low-key, so... You know, now Lauren might actually go further than Elizabeth. Well, speaking of Lauren, my other favorite's Tommy, and those two have tag teamed. Yeah, those two are thick as thieves. So next week when we see Missy going going at it with Tommy, we know that Lauren's on that side. Elizabeth's probably on Missy's yeah. side. We're gonna have a big shakeup with our favorites. Next yeah, week. Be we are. Nuts. We yeah, are pretty crazy. Uh, yeah. Um, Janet is probably our new tag team favorite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go, Janet. Yeah. Uh, the, the outpouring on Twitter for support over Janet has been wonderful. That's really awesome. Really see people step up and, and yep. say some nice things. Uh, 
the Twitter community for survivors is very active. You guys right. should always check them out. We're not the only ones out there. We're not the only podcast out there talking about this. A uh, couple things we had today, this morning. Aaron sent out two videos apologizing for how he acted at Tribal Council, which was very dismissive of the situation. Uh, there was an article I mentioned before in the Hollywood Reporter where they talked to Jeff uh, Probst. And then in that, there's a lot of quoting from Jeff where you can kind of really see what they did on their end. Right. So check that out. We ended up tweeting that out so you guys could read that if you'd like. There was everybody who has ever been in Survivors has been mentioning this and talking about this. Russell, Hans, classic Russell. <laughs> yep. Uh, he he said like, and they called me a villain. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and what's amazing is just because so it's so polarizing, uh, his the responses to him have been like, oh yeah, Elizabeth and Missy were terrible, or people have been saying like, oh yeah, Dan was terrible. I was like, okay, well nobody wins in this. Yeah, uh, it's, it's been a mess. So definitely nobody wins. Yeah. Uh, and then up, so we record So let's see what time are we looking at right now? So about 5 p.m. our time, uh, Missy and Elizabeth both issued statements. Everybody's been apologizing. Yeah. But Elizabeth and Missy both issued statements, essentially giving out a long drawn explanation of like, well, from our pers perspective in the game, we didn't see the grand scheme of things. Right. Which I understand that they they yeah. are in the middle of playing a game and they're they're getting aggressive and you can lose sight of the situation yeah. very quickly. And you know when they told but, Janet, they probably thought, okay, we're just getting another vote for Dan, right? Not realizing how Janet's really going to take it. Well, it, it nevertheless using that as your cause. Oh, definitely problem, wrong. Right, of course, definitely wrong. I I'm not defending them one bit. Right. So there's that. Uh, and then. Let's see. What's the last thing? Oh, yeah. What's funny is, so I didn't catch the end of the episode last night. I had other recordings to do. Uh -huh. So I, I always saw on on trending was Missy was trending. Like, <laughs> ah, shoot, she got voted out. So I went to bed last night thinking Missy got voted out and I yeah. spoiled it for myself. <laughs> and now, you know, it's and then the last thing that was interesting is uh, Dan's account's been a lock. It has been locked and is now private. So you can't even yeah. talk with Dan or see what Dan's opinion right. is unless you're his friends. Yeah. Um, so that's interesting. Uh, you know, it would have been interesting to see what Dan had said about the situation and if he had learned anything, but he's yeah. not willing to share. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, that was a, that was a heavy episode for us. And that I think was, I was going to share some of my Ponderosa clips that I've been watching. Do you want to? Oh, no. We, we've got a long show. Yeah. I'll, I'll <laughs> share it next week. Um, yeah. If you ever get a chance, oh, you know, yeah. go in. I watch it on CBS All Access. And you watch the Ponderosa, which is the show after they leave, but they're mm -hmm. still on the jury. And it's really cool. The, the two that I watched is with Kelly and Jamal. Yeah. And it, it's really cool. You should check it out. But we'll discuss yeah. it on the next show. They also show. have things that are not shown. So we've talked about that in the past as well, where you're saying like Rob's building more of the shelter. He's like building right. like two levels in the shelter. Yeah. Uh, he there was that one where he went with a canoe out and like was just kind of exploring the islands, so you get to see a little bit more of what's going on yeah. in camp life. And it's, you know what I, I noticed with that shelter is like he has all the supplies he wants. He's yeah. got all the bamboo, the rope, the netting. You know, he's oh, got yeah. it made. And it was so funny because at the end, Sandra says, "What do you get if you put a Puerto Rican and an Italian together?" And then she says, "A stargaze net," because he he made this net that they lay on yeah. to watch the stars. Yeah. You know, I was like, "I love it." Those two together have been a lot of fun. Yeah, she's had some. Well, I won't get into this gross. <laughs> Even more, when you, but she's got like a, a rash or whatever that's acting up, and they're showing it. It's like, okay, I didn't need that. <laughs> that's <clip."> enough. Yeah, <laughs> they even warned you like this one's gross before you start watching it. It's like, okay. Anyways, guys, so yeah, check out the CBS Alexis extra stuff. It's a lot of fun. Uh, follow us on Twitter. There's a lot of other good people to follow on Twitter as well. And uh, yeah, that's about it. We'll see you guys next week for hopefully a very fun episode. Oh, I hope so. Have a good week. Thanks for joining us on the Outlast Podcast. You can find us through Twitter on Outlast Podcast 1. Hope to see you there.